So, what's with the masks? Oh, I wouldn't worry about it. The podcast is harmless. This is the LoadingReadyRun.com podcast for April 24th, 2009. What is it about that voice that makes it so it's so creepy? It's my Stepford Wives voice. Yeah. No, that's where my spine is crawling. So speaking of Stepford Wives, this podcast is being recorded while everybody is eating banana bread I baked. Um, it's num, delicious. Num. Delicious banana and bread. And a lot of people. And, yeah. and I hate raisins. We may have been doing some shooting for Hustle. Mm. Um, so no spoilers, but there's a lot of people here. <laughs> Girls. In, what's in, going on? Ah, I do hate raisins. You stole my seat. I do is what's love going this on. banana bread. That's right. So this is a podcast first. This is the recipe for Kathleen's cinnamon raisin whole wheat banana bread. All right. It is two cups of whole wheat flour, three teaspoons of baking powder, a about a half teaspoon, but I eyeballed it of salt. Those are your dry ingredients. Mix those together. Put them in a bowl. Then in another bigger bowl, mix together three mashed bananas, one cup of sugar, half a cup of oil, one quarter plus one eighth of a cup of egg whites, a generous dollop of vanilla, and a little bit, maybe the uh, other eighth of a cup of milk, eyeball it again. Combine the two together, stir in uh, about a teaspoon of cinnamon and whatever is left in the bag of raisins that Graham has in his cupboard. Bake at <laughs> 350 degrees for about 65 minutes in a really long loaf pan. Serve and enjoy. And That's it is a really delicious. specifically yes. specific last ingredient. Mm. You're going to have a lot of people breaking into your house stealing <laughs> raisins now. <laughs> or, just, or just phoning you up and saying, hey, Graham, how many, yeah. how many yeah. raisins, raisins do you have left in your cupboard? Exactly. Uh, five, I guess. Yeah. I'd say it was about a cup. Wussiest raisin. Loaf ever if only had five. Do you guys ever TP the houses of places that gave you raisins instead of candy at Halloween? No. I love raisins. Uh, I wanted to. Yeah, I, actually, I never actually. I like raisins. Through, I yeah. never yeah. actually TP. It's the people across the street from us that would give us an apple that I. That was didn't that's like. always suspect in this day. And age. No, they were <laughs> My old. My parents yeah. throw them out. <laughs> nice. So uh, okay, the video for this week, uh, the dinner party. Which Kathleen and I wrote a while ago, but couldn't shoot because Lindsay had just had like a throat thing and basically had no voice. Um, and I and I did refused to let you let anyone else play that character. <laughs> yeah, it was like, mine. No, <laughs> want want play part. Uh, so Kathleen acquired the masks a while ago due to like an asthma related thing, and they were pretty much the inspiration for the for the video. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's pretty clear where the, like, where it came from. I think. Um, asthma. No, I mean where the, the video came from. Me having asthma. Yeah, asthma sure. comes from pollution. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. So it was. It was basically just. I like the idea of, you know, uh, similar. I guess to uh, all the little people. Is it someone with something clearly different? Uh, they just refuse to acknowledge that it exists. That was an awesome hack. And, and they actually, in the process of acknowledging that it doesn't exist, direct more attention towards it. Yeah. That nobody was really talking about in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Uh, and we shot it in Vancouver with um, Kathleen and Brad, who are here, and Lindsay, who's not, because yeah. it's actually out of character to have even Brad and Kathleen here, so... That's awesome. Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Consider yourself privileged. Uh, yeah. And what was it like shooting the video, Brad? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, Brad recalls memories of shooting this video. I do recall memories of shooting this video. In fact, uh... You do recall memories of shooting this video. They're in my head. 
Do you see a surprise, Matt? What? I want to know. What? <laughs> I, the only surprise I see is that James is exhibiting the very first signs of male male pattern baldness. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what I was looking for. Wow. Oh, what, were you sifting through James's hair? I just noticed this nice little bald spot he's got right here. Oh, it's called the crown of your Let's head, you idiot. <laughs> he's... I didn't even bring it up! It oh no, chair. that's definitely thinning. Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy's got a gold one. I was looking a at the back one? of his head the other day and a I found one blonde no. hair, like golden blonde hair, one at the back Lies. of his head. No, Deb I'm get... serious. I swear it was there. I get a Don't smack every her. time I point out a gray hair in Deb's head. <laughs> it wasn't gray. It's because she dyes her See, hair, but... that... Here I was, not saying anything and minding my own business, and then Jer brought it up, and now James is getting all self-conscious. <laughs> Sorry, James. I wasn't going to say anything, and now we've derailed the discussion of the video. Way to go, Jer. Don't worry. It's okay, James. It's a hair club for men is for, James. You're beautiful, James. That's, oh, that actually made it worse, but okay. So, uh, <laughs> no. I wanted to tell you it made it better. James, you're a delicate flower. Uh, oh, God, so, he's hugging me. The, uh, so, James, what if you do start going bald, there's only one thing you can do. Shave your head. No, that's to grow the rest Rogue. of your hair real goddamn long and rock a skullet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or comb over. Comb it over. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked comb over. Yeah, or start applying peanut butter nightly. Did you see that movie? Uh, yeah, the peanut, peanut butter, butter on your head. I do that anyways. So peanut butter, peanut butter solution. Or do, do, the, do the Patrick huh. Stewart. It was a really weird yeah, movie, though. Yes, idea. it was. So the video. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> it was yeah, also weird. It was, it was <laughs> irony <laughs> because uh, I had to actually go to a dinner party later on with my friends that are getting married and are really weird themselves. Huh. Um, did they listen to this? Yeah, uh, occasionally they. Well, no, they don't. They don't listen to this. Uh, but occasionally they will watch one of the videos, and so yeah. Yeah, so and, I, I can I can make fun of them as much as I like. Yeah, but uh, is this Kevin and his fiance? Yes, uh, doing their yeah, bachelor party and uh, <laughs> uh, doing their bachelor party next week. Mm. Um, the reason <laughs> of the, the the of the uh, the, <laughs> the punchline um, there is mm. that uh, the the first the first punchline you know um, the you know. Now they certainly won't RSVP to our wedding. Got is slack on the forums. I, I no, 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 no. Well, the first one—that's like—that's almost too cliche. That's yeah. like that's that—that's what you're expecting. Yeah. So we didn't want to do that. So we wanted to, yeah. you know. So, put so the, in the writing process, so me and Graham sort of came up with that, and, was, and we're like, yeah, we need something else. And so, so we were like, okay, let's have it so the other people totally know. And so we wrote that. Right. Yeah. We wrote the scene in the car, and then Graham was like, actually, yeah. <laughs> And then, like this is a weird video. Let's give it a completely weird ending, which was that uh, you know when they're getting up to go to the cellar and get wine and the corkscrew, they're actually just planting a car bomb. And when they say because they don't when when uh, Brad and Lindsay leave, Mike doesn't say after that they won't RSVP to our wedding. They he says after tonight, mm. implying which is because the car hasn't blown up yet. And I mean, I saw kind of like a little bit of a weirdness with the triple punchline myself, but then I had to realize that. For me, that was because I was being blown up. And I didn't really want to explode. No one really wants to explode. You see, what, what I you wanted Brad to explode. What about if, what if All you over were, your face. What if you were, like, a self-aware <laughs> wow. firework? Wouldn't you want to explode? Wouldn't that be fulfilling your purpose in life? Mm. No, I'd still say, like, fuck that. Yeah. Then I you mean, just go... That, that, that does draw... The, like, that does raise the question. Is the, the life's goal of a firework to explode? Probably. Yeah. 
Like, is that, so. is that its ultimate just desire? we determine that, <laughs> that is what its job is to yeah, do. Yeah, maybe, maybe it wants to be so a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they, I mean, yeah. in, in the same way that kamikaze pilots were instructed to fly their planes into enemy ships. Actually, they didn't have enough fuel to come back. Well, yeah, so they, serious, they, 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 they were made <sighs> to, yeah. to go out and, and crash their planes into enemy I had ships. A, um, I wouldn't have been down with that conversation with a Japanese man who was crying on my shoulder in an art gallery once in Nagano. That's, it was really awkward. That sounds yeah. really. I learned all about it. But, I only understood some of the Japanese. So. I mean, I mean, this may be a bad example because it was considered dishonorable to come back. But it was they couldn't. Well, <laughs> but it was like, crashing the sea or crashing the boat. If you survived, it was. Yeah. Like, if you came back alive, you it was dishonorable. But you know, do they really want? To crash the sure, that's what they're training to do, and that's what they have become. Personally, but do they really want to fly their plane into an enemy ship? And I'm and, still fixated on the idea of a judge saying, "Objection!" Let's hear the argument from the uh, what's the name? The of Yuhu? the Roman from Candle, the Roman from, 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 uh, from barrister Roman Candle. It's like. <laughs> 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 Personally. Yeah, it's because overruled. He, he the sparks he were flying in the courtroom oh. today. <laughs> All right, did anybody else tie Roman candles to their bikes, it, it, uh, handlebars, and pretend that they were an X-wing? No, but that sounds like an no. awesome it idea. Was my, I got to do that this year. My yeah, fondest that's, yeah. childhood memory. All right, doing the Death Star. F this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have a bike candles. downstairs. Hey, what, actually, uh, disclaimer: the children part at home. I know. Of. <laughs> <laughs> Gold five to red leader. They came from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I. I was thinking for this video, what you could have done is have, uh, you know, the, the car bomb explodes, then cuts back to uh, get, you know, Kathleen and the... And, and Mike. The, yeah, Kathleen and Mike, and then they explode, and then, <laughs> and then it goes to, uh, you know... To be really existential. And then it goes back to Brad, and it turns out that the, they had, like, dummies in the car, <laughs> and they were expecting, you know, do the fourth level. Yeah. <laughs> Wow! And they were now like hiding we'll behind our toaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only are you alive, you blow up the house. Wow. Yeah. It's uh yeah. So I just I did I did find it interesting how many people in the forums thought that it would have been stronger ending on I hope they like toasters and how many people thought that it would have been stronger ending the way it does and it's just interesting to see when people disagree on stuff like that which, uh-huh. is, which is fine so. And yeah, there's uh, not really a lot to talk about with the video so. um it was a pretty Mike and Kathleen role. acting weird. Acting weird. It was nice to work with Mike again. I don't see him enough. No. And apparently he's not in the wiki. I I, I learned that. Yeah. There's no wiki for and, Mike. And we have Lindsay to. is, though, and she was only in one video and a bonus on a DVD. And I've, I've, yeah. I've been at least with three videos with Mike. And, well, Lindsay's a girl. What was Lindsay? Like She's girl. a pretty girl. She was the girl that. who ordered, who got, who was in receipt of the rent a furry at the end of Nuntastic. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, because we filmed that in Chetwind, and that's where I met Lindsay when I lived in Chetwind. And there was a season two or three DVD special feature, which was Kathleen and Lindsay giving a tour of Buttwind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> which was little 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 joke in name for Chetwind there. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, I can see, see what it is a that. horrible, yeah, you, horrible you, you turn For, for those turn of you around. listening to the podcast who are from Canada, um, Chetwind is a town uh, in literally in the middle of nowhere, usually as an unlabeled dot on a map uh, with about Google Maps. Three thousand yeah. people, and it was very dull to live in. 
But I did meet my friend Lindsay there, and we both moved to Vancouver separately. That's the second time that kind of the conversation has come up today. Tal, you said something you know, about North Dakota is oh, a horrible place North to live. Carolina. North Carolina. Apparently, sorry. you guys know some people who live in North Carolina, and I used to live there when I was a little kid. And um, it's the escapist. If lives any in North of you Carolina. live <laughs> in North Carolina, my deepest sympathies. And if any of you don't, don't ever move there. I'll tell Russ. Yeah. <laughs> the, the South well, is such a happy so, And my dad was just back there this week and he, he came back and he said, huh, I remember what a terrible place that was to that live. Was the first and my I dad lives of. in Kansas. So, I mean, this if that's a step <laughs> up. This is probably a bad time to mention that this podcast is sponsored by the North Carolina Marketing Board. They have lovely... Carolinians. Um, Carol- no, they really don't. They're horrible. Yeah. Carolinians. Uh, um, yeah, they are. Uh, they, the, North Carolina, the grass. A nice place to no, visit. You the grass wouldn't has want chiggers. to live there. Please, no, this the is, grass has chiggers. Uh, South Carolina is We're, we're contractually talking, obligated talking to, to say someone that. from The Escapist. Uh, he said, we just talking about you know relationships with people who... Uh, some people who live in San Francisco. He was saying, well, maybe, maybe you know, that's not such a good relationship because we don't live in San Francisco. My immediate thought was, given what Talia told me, no, it's because you live in North Carolina. <laughs> Good times. Yes. South Carolina's nice. So, uh, well, I guess what we're playing now, or... Uh, yeah. yeah. We, ha- I don't... we do a quick whip around what we're playing now? Yeah, I don't think I have anything new to yeah, add on that Yeah, one sentence front. or less, everyone. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, All right, starting with Graham. Okay, uh, I don't have anything new, actually. I... Uh, no, I played some 50 Cent Blood on the Sand, and it was fun, but then I had to return it. Okay. Yeah. Kathleen. Bejeweled on Facebook. Hooray! <laughs> yeah. I, I just died a little inside. Ashley. Bejeweled on Facebook. Bejeweled on James's iPhone. Woo! 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 I, I died a little less inside. It's the Facebook that really but kills it for free me. free on Facebook. Well, free is, free is good. Technically, it's free. Bejeweled on Facebook? It's free on James's iPhone James. if Ashley's playing it. Uh, not not really anything much. Oh, left. Oh, you know what I am playing actually? Left for Dead Survival Mode just came out, and it's freaking awesome. Sorry, Left for Dead Four, and Survival Mode is so good. Was Get it? More than one sentence. Check it out. So well, actually, because I actually have something to say about it. They actually added a new mode to the game. New mode to the game. It's basically just survive. After wave that after sounds like wave one of the bonus modes in Time Splitters. Remember that? Oh, it's what so is, good. What is your max time? Baby's bad. My max time. I've heard that the like the the longest right now is like fourteen minutes. Was it uh, fourteen minutes? Nine, wow. nine and a half minutes. That I is not very long. Was the longest one of our one of my groups did. Wow. It would wow. definitely be fun to do it a land. So I got to get that hooked up. Nice. But that's yeah. that's all. Man, really. um, I am currently. And it is on in the background right now, playing Mirror's Edge again, because I've finally beaten Resident Evil 5. Woo! 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 Brad. I'm playing Star Ocean The Last Hope, and I'm really loving the fact that I don't have to press X every four or five seconds to continue the game, like in all other Star Oceans, which is boring as hell. It's, it's the big innovation for Star Ocean. It's the big innovation. Go. The other big innovation is uh, making me feel really uncomfortable with the love interests. Yeah. Holy shit. Why? Um, one of them is like an eight-year-old cat. What? <laughs> um, one of them is like a 16-year-old girl, which is a little little bit better. I is, was is, it, so is it the 16-year-old thrilled. girl and the eight-year-old cat? Uh, is that the love interest? There's probably some way of doing that. Um, I was so thrilled when an actual adult woman came into the party, um, but you can't follow her as a love interest because she's a big sister type. 
Oh, but yeah. she was freely rotating for you. Yeah, freely rotating breasts. So that was a nice, nice mm. change. That's nice. Yeah, they jiggle independently. Star Ocean, a new pedophile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. It, it, like I, I don't, I can, I can't even talk to the characters anymore because I don't want to see the cutscene that comes out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, uh, I have completed Braid. Nice. And uh, man, the like, you know, I play the game, and the game has like got lots of cool little bits in it. Uh, fucking the last level is. Mind blowing, isn't it? And it's amazing. It's the the last like braid like, no matter how hard like if you are totally stuck in braid, then like use a game fax or something to What's get braid. Get back to the braid. Braid is this. It's this. Uh, yeah, it's this. Uh, it's like a puzzle game where there's like all these crazy puzzles with like time and uh, cool. time and manipulation of space. It's 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 really weird. And the last level is basically like. Like a commentary on every single video game ever, and it's ridiculous and awesome. I do it love makes it all time. Uh, and, and and totally makes the whole game. Um, some of the analyses, like afterwards, I was like, "Wow, that was so weird," but uh, that was so good. But I don't really understand it. I'm going to read some analyses online. And I'm like, I don't believe what they said. <laughs> so I choose to believe my own things. I don't. I don't believe what possibly the developer said it was actually meant. But anyway. It's awesome. You should play it. Um, I'm also working my way through uh, Limit of Innocence, and uh, it's what's Braid on? Is that like a demo it's a game it's on? It just came out for PC, which is why I'm playing it now. Oh, okay. It's on 360 as well. Okay, um, and, and I believe Live yeah, and yeah. it will be out on Mac soon. Yeah, yes, Woo-hoo. and uh, yeah. So that's it. Morgan. I'm playing a very interesting and exciting game, which is called Beating Fallout 3. Hey, yeah. You were actually going to beat it? I he did. did. He did. Oh, yeah. you did. I've been screwing around for so long, got to level 20, finally was like, all right, I'm going to beat it, and in about an hour and a half after deciding to beat it, I had beaten the game. Like, just powered through everything, made so it all explode. Are you... But what do you do now? How do you go on with your life? Uh, I've just been. He just oh, you went, I went back okay, to dicking yeah. around. Uh, oh, so you, it doesn't. The game doesn't just stop. When uh, you, well, I he just loaded a save yeah. before the end of the game, and I'm now just digging around. But and once Liberty Prime is just hanging out outside of the uh, Jefferson yeah Memorial. Jefferson Memorial. Just so wait. so basically, they're all like, so about that thing we talked about. Yeah. The, you uh, know, it's but been on like, May fourth when Broken Steel comes out, you'll be able to beat the game and continue legitimately. Uh, it's like you know, it's been like. Three weeks <laughs> since we asked you to do this thing that we kind of said was important time wise. Fast traveling all over the place, like they've just so. been chilling there for ages. Tell it. I am currently playing Kingdom Kingdom Hearts, which um, Jeremy actually gave me as an anniversary present. Aww. It's my very firstest own video game because he's been saying for a really long time that I should try playing it because you know I like Disney and I used to watch a lot of Disney, even though I crit- criticize it all the time. So I'm playing it, and I have this weird love-hate relationship with it. It's all highs or lows. One minute, I will literally be squealing about, oh, Jeremy, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm in, like, Tarzan land, and look, I can, like, fly through the trees, and oh, this is so fun. And then, like, 15 minutes later, I'm going, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? This doesn't make any sense. I hate this game. And swearing like a sailor. In the second right? game, you can go to... Jeremy, like, I like this, that the happy head. voice and the mad voice is actually the same pitch. <laughs> I think just wait until you play the second game. It really is. The little singing game? In the second game, you can go to Tron. Oh, yeah, that, that's my favorite I'm just, part. What I'm really hoping, and, and I mean, don't tell me if it's not true, because I want to keep hoping. <laughs> what I really, really hope in this game is that I get to go explore Beauty and the Beast's castle, because that would just, like, it's so, blow so, like, my mind. 
the so the Disney aspect you do of get it to do it at some really point. really add you find really adds to the experience. Oh, I love it. Yes, I just because you're such a big fan of Disney. I was in Japan so when fun. it came out, and I and I was in this game store, and I, and I was like, "Wow, that looks really cool!" And I'm seeing the the guy with the Keyblade fighting, and this great music. I'm like, "Wow, this yeah. looks so amazing!" And then I, I watched it for about five minutes. This this great trailer in the game store, and then the very last shot is of Mickey, and because it was entirely in Japanese, and my my Japanese wasn't great at that point, it was just like. What the fuck <laughs> just happened? <laughs> Mickey is a ninja in this game. It's it's very fun. You He's go the king. All the he is the king. All the Disney worlds, and I, I really enjoy it when I don't really hate it. Yeah, it's yeah. what's funny is she's been playing with a fac open next to her for when she gets stuck. But you know, and she'll she'll be you know going along, and it'll go it'll be this spiral from fun 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 to hate 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 hate. <laughs> Consult the fact, and then like a squeal of glee, not because she beat the puzzle that she was having trouble with, but because she looked ahead in the fact mm-hmm. and saw, I get to go to Aladdin's world next. <laughs> you know, okay, I don't mean to look ahead, it just sort of happens, but my game policy is if I'm not having fun anymore, then I either stop playing or I figure out how to keep playing having fun, and if that means I have to quote unquote cheat by looking it up. Whatever. See, I am uh, sort JRPGs of, are not for you. I, I, I am sort of <laughs> that's been established. About that. I hate hate. There's when I was playing. I've been playing through Persona Four, and I refuse to look up in an FAQ for anything plot, story, or um, relation. There's relationships you have to play it through the game, and I refuse to look at an FAQ to tell me how to do any of that because I don't want to know. I want to be surprised. At the same time. Persona does this thing where it's like, by the way, because you're a student, you've got midterms. And I don't know anything about the Japanese school system, nor do I want to try and remember when I play this game, like, for two two weeks. I'll play it, then go two weeks, and then start playing it again because I'm really busy. I don't want to try and remember what I was doing two weeks ago. So I'll use the fact to look up the answers to the tests that you have to do in... The, uh, which the did, game. which did lead quite neatly into me spending a fascinating half hour reading about Magellan yeah, on Wikipedia. Yeah, you know, he's the he was the first man to. Well, he was the, he he led the first expedition to circumnavigate the world. He didn't live though. Uh, he did not live. It was also not intended to be the first expedition to circumnavigate no. the world. Sorry, can, can we the go, just go back a couple with, sentences uh, there? Uh, when were you reading about Magellan and finding out about this? Uh... A couple weeks ago. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to say this morning because I was going to point out that you know you were a little bit late for a meeting. Oh no, no, (laughs) no, no. sleeping in. We're late for the meeting because everyone had to have showers. The the point of that little sort of diversion is that my roommate's like, "Oh my god, you're cheating! You're cheating!" Every time I'm like, "Well, fuck! I don't care what I don't like want to sit here and think." What is a Japanese term for fall? Is it plum blossom or sardine? Because those are the type of questions you get asked. Well, I, I mean, just want to look it up, get it over with, and then continue on with the interesting part of the game. It's not yeah. really a part of the game where, I mean, it's not really skill-based in the sense of, like, you got to get better at the fighting or whatever, you know? Like, it, it's, yeah. it's fairly yeah, minor. That, like, in Kingdom Hearts, legit. I look up the yeah. things where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm stuck from getting on with the rest of the quest or the fighting that I want to do. Is there and I don't like using it for, like, puzzle games, like Braid or... Mm-hmm. Or Wait, Is there I a mechanic to... within the game that would allow you to learn the answers, or do you just have to uh, do yeah, around it's... looking them up? No, no, it, like, the, like, when you're playing through, occasionally it'll break up the day, because most of the time when you, like, it, it, based on a day system, occasionally the day just sort of goes, skips you right to the 
after-school part where you can dick around and do your own thing, but very occasionally it'll show a scene of you in class, and they'll show you some random trivia. So if you were playing the game for, like, many hours at a time, you'd be able to remember it, but because I break up playing it by, like, a week or so, I'm not going to remember a cutscene I saw two weeks ago in order to regurgitate the answer It's like you, It's like you get, you get asked a question in class, and you answer it correctly or incorrectly, and then they tell you what the right answer was, and then several in-game weeks later, you have your midterm exams. And unless you remember from before... Then you, you 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 know you just won't know. So so they're they're basically testing you on whether you watch the cutscenes. Yes. Basically. Like we put a lot of work into these cutscenes. In you theory, you could know the reason. answer just from yeah. existing. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the times I do know the, the answers, what, but some of them. What are... was the first year that soccer was played in the Olympics? You could, in theory, pursuit. <laughs> Nineteen hundred. In case you're interested. Incidentally, Kathleen just so did her Francis midterms Drake last night. Way yeah. cooler than Magellan. But Magellan was the answer to the question. So he went around <coughs> the world and lived. He found Magellan's bones. Mm. Did he? Well, he did. no. He found the bones of people from Magellan's expedition. Oh, Magellan was it? Was it? Isn't it like the actual guy? The first guy who went around the world was like Those just m- some guy on Magellan's ship. Like yeah. He, he, oh yeah, he, he was um, someone on there. Uh, tw- uh, he, I think like a guy <laughs> that was born because he was born uh, like more west or more like he was born. I don't know. Uh, not not in England, so he he actually got around the world before oh, everyone else. Yeah. Well, because he yeah. had a head start. Right, the, see, I would have just stood at the front of the boat. Of the uh, <laughs> of the like two hundred of the two hundred and fifty sailors on five ships that were in the expedition, uh, one ship and like twenty three sailors actually made it back to Portugal. Wow! Uh, did they have to eat all the other ones? Those are bad. Uh, no, that, see, no that, they, was, that was a different raft. That was the raft uh, of the Medusa, in yeah. fact, and there was an excellent podcast by... Well, that was, there was on, uh, out of the game. A little while ago, talking about There was about fights story, with natives, there was mutinies, there was being marooned, and there was scurvy. Freaking so, scurvy. So what you're saying Scurvy was a big problem back was then. Was that yeah. some of Magellan's sailors like, were... Take rebelling. some vitamin C. Oh. Jeez, how hard yeah. is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that story is quite compelling. We should probably Shut roll up, on to Asper, but to get, to get back to Tally's Tally's point, I think that a lot of the stuff that she ends up looking up though is is the sort of ingrained stuff that you get from playing video games for years and years and years and years and years. Yeah, like you know, occasionally you'll be playing a shooter or something like that, and you'll be like, "Where do I go next? I can't figure it out." And then you'll look it up in a fact, and you'll be like, "Just climb the ladder that you should have seen because it was right in front of your face, <laughs> but you didn't see it." And with most games, I get that, but I think there's something with this particular type of RPG that I just like the idea of you talk to this person then you go do the specific thing and then if after doing that you come back this route to this person and talk to them again you will get the next clue as to where to go and it just isn't it's, yeah, yeah. in my mind if I'm you like, play enough RPGs it'll become second nature that you must rifle through everyone's houses and interrogate them and talk talk to it's everyone like, multiple see, times n- yeah. n- I gotta Nintendo work on power it, tip, of, tip of like the year Casual like, back in the day, back in the day, was talk to everyone. I, but yes. I already know to loot the bodies, take the stuff. Like I've got all those steps in general gaming. So I, that's just general. But I mean, life that's just general life skills. skills. Well, if yeah. anyone, I remember being. If anyone wants to experience this for themselves, the go play Simon's Quest for the NES. Yes, and try and get through it. Yeah, because <laughs> sure. wow, find the graveyard duck. It, it, it's worse than that. Yeah. Pray at whatever's clips. I haven't played anything new. I've still been uh, playing. I beat Final Fantasy IV. I think I talked about that, and then the world ends with you, which I also talked about. That's about it. Cool. Sweet. Askler, James, you're on the hot I'm seat. On, yeah, man. Let her rip. Mister Dies would like to know. History is fun. Do you have any favorite historical anecdotes? Magellan. Uh, Magellan's Magellan. Magellan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was what I thought. 
Yeah. Right, next. yeah, it was it was the uh, it was the head of the mutiny. Actually, it was the uh, the captain and the first mate from one of the other ships. Uh, there was two captains and a first mate that were leading the mutiny. One of the captains got uh, drawn and quartered. The other captain and uh, mutiny and um, first mate were marooned, and it was their bones that Sir Francis Drake what? found. Oh, cool. Well, I have actually like, a favorite historical anecdote as well. Um, if uh, if anyone's familiar with Japanese history, uh-huh. they get saved quite a lot by random circumstance. Uh, like Genghis Khan and decided he wanted to invade Japan, but a typhoon destroyed it, which is the whole fleet, yeah. which is uh, where their idea of uh, the divine wind comes from, the kamikaze. And then when the Russians tried to invade them, um, as the Russian ships came in around to them, um, the, the main god in the Japanese culture is the sun, Amaterasu. Yeah. The, just as they came into firing range, the sun rises right in the gunner's eyes. And the outnumbered Japanese just kick the living crap out of them. And this happens all the time in that culture. Huh. Neat. Uh, that is cool. Sorry, you were saying something, yeah, Paul? Yeah, sorry. About, uh, I, I, about, about Magellan and the marooning? And... Oh, well, I was just thinking that, like, they, they did a mutiny. Yeah. But then they still, like, they kept going on the same path? Yeah. Huh. Well, no, no, no. The mutiny was not successful. Oh, it was an it, Yeah, no, it was the captains who tried to mute to, to do the mutiny that were marooned and Oh, killed. I see. Yeah. Fair enough. My, Un- my favorite yet unfavorite historical moment in Canadian history, which I learned for the first time when I was about 20, was the Pig War. Pig oh, the Pig War. War. Yes. Which, um, I was really excited about it because it our professor fighting? dropped the name Pig War and I was like, oh, we're going to have something happen. People are going to die. And I was so excited because... This is Canadian history. Nobody dies yeah. in Canadian history. It's no. utterly boring. And then I find General out that Wolf. nobody died except for a pig. Actually, my... Yeah. Utterly disappointed. Yeah. My, actually, my favorite bit... Americans this is, this is appropriate as we're coming up to an election in BC. Uh, I love that the very first uh, BC premier uh, was Amour the Cosmos. That's yeah. a the awesome lo- name. Lover, uh, he, he changed his name to, yeah, Lover of the Universe. Except nice. that he got it wrong. The uh, the actual phrase is, like, loved by the universe. Oh, really? I believe. Yeah, that, like, what he named himself, he got the... He got I, if the, it was loved by the universe, I don't think that was an error. Yeah. Well, no, it, it, whatever it was, he got it, like, he got the syntax wrong. Hmm. But yeah, anyway, well, that's... This was the 1800s. That, that tells you something about uh, our, the... Like, the BC political system is basically... Not gone anywhere from there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jokes. Uh, Th- that was really funny. The party, the party called the Liberal Party in BC, is our Conservative Party. Yes, it's D- the that, far, just, just it's the far right. Let's, let's just yeah, l- Actually, let's just leave it at true. that. Okay. We now have a Conservative Party that is entirely filled with crackpots. Cool. We've always had a conservative yeah. party entirely filled with crackpots. That's well, well, no, what was our reform party when we had a reform party? Were they were they, crackpots. Uh, no, no, no. They, that was social credit, which is now the liberal party. They're now liberal party, yeah. Oh, it's so uh, Very confusing. Wait, but the, we had the liberals and a reform party at one point. They, no, they, we also had a real conservative party. No, we had, we had a party mm-hmm. called the reform party in BC at one point. We also had, used to have the BC reform party. Conservative. Really? Also, before our current premier, uh, the the previous three premiers uh, resigned <laughs> in disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, Ujel Dusan, no, he, he, he was never he resigned just, in disgrace. He was an interim premier yeah, who had to step in over because, because his previous previous <laughs> yeah, guy resigned. But he left. <laughs> yeah, he. Okay, most uh, people actually liked clean. him, but he yeah. got voted out because his party was. I think he's an ambassador. No, he went federal. Yeah, he? yeah, he's a liberal now. He's a federal liberal. Oh, yes. Yeah. We are, right. Also, Canada has a liberal party and an NDP party, both federally and provincially. Different people. They're, they're different. 
Completely. Uh, which is really confusing. That would be as if, like, the, you know, the people who are your Congress people in the states who are, like, you vote you vote for... Democrats or Republicans. Yeah, but, but you know, if that, that it would be as if the people who you vote for into Senate, like, in your states, weren't actually affiliated with the presidential... Demo- or yeah, Democratic they, or Republican Party. There were more crackpotty strains. Yeah, it's just it's just very weird. I knew that the liberals were not the same. The NDP are actually the NDP, the NDP are, are, but the, but the provincial ones have a, apparently have a fairly large degree of anonymity. Yeah, but and, technically they are the same party and yeah. freedom to and, do whatever and they like. They, they are both politically yes. left line. Anyway, okay. uh, let us continue on. James, next question from Mercenary. I think they can't see. Question for everyone. What were your thoughts during the shavening? <laughs> I was just excited to see how awesome we could make Paul look with the various hats we had around. Yes. I don't, and I think we were quite successful. I we were I was like we were really planning out beforehand like how many different ways we could make it like how many different facial conf- mm-hmm. facial hair configurations we could get. Yeah. You know, cuz obviously you can only take cuz I really wanted to do like the beatnik goatee, like just the bottom part. Yeah. But then you couldn't do the, you couldn't do the yeah, you can't handlebar, which yeah. you really need to. So, mm-hmm. and uh, the handlebars were pretty epic. I think the main thing I was thinking is my chin is cold. <laughs> as, as a girl, I have to say I was I was pleasantly surprised at how much more handsome I think Paul looks without the goatee, and, and I'm happy to see many months later it's still gone. Also, uh, a lot of people were trying to convince me that I should stay with the handlebar. And I'm pretty sure those people did not have my best interest in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were doing it because they thought it would be funny. Maybe. I mean, she, uh, Lindsay, to put, bring this whole thing full circle, thought you actually looked really, really cute with the handlebar mustache. But mm. she's weird like that. <laughs> I think a lot of people were also thinking, damn, look how much hair he's got on his face. It just yeah. Well, he didn't let it go for a yeah. while. It, it, I, deli- I knew I was going to be... Doing that sort of, I'm, I had a good chance of doing that. So for like the, like, um, two months, I made sure like I was I was growing it really long. Yeah, really if you guys watch the videos before Desert Bus, like because I was I was, just, I was just watching Rap yeah. Star, it's yeah. really long. Yeah, yeah. it kind of balanced out your hair for a little while. But after you <laughs> shaved it, I gotta say I was really impressed because you've got like a Superman chin like I do to a certain extent. Mm. And that I, should it, never be hidden. Oh yeah, it's, it freaked Paul it, has a powerful chin. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a like good a, chin for like a week. It really. Every every morning it would startle me, and I was like, "What? <laughs> Shit. Shit!" Well, that's what happens when you because you had that goatee since you were in high school, right? So you grew a chin in the intervening years, but never yeah, I, I had it for like eight, I had it for eight years. So nobody knew. Wow. Yeah. That's right. like uh, I went to university with Brad, and I met him when I when he was in his first year of university. But then when he I was moved, sixteen, yeah, when he yeah when Brad was really young because he started university young. Yeah, and then he moved away, and I saw him again like six years later. Then in the intervening years, he had suddenly grown a chin, and for yeah. like the next three times I saw him, all I could fixate on was the gigantic cleft which had not been there before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like bottle opener, chin, chin, chin. <laughs> they can actually be moved independently. Nice, like a mandible. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> James, next. Theremin would like to know, here is a game concept. Okay. The last two people on Earth. It's a survival scenario. (laughs) How do you think it should be executed? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, provided those two people are, I mean... Executed? I think it should be, I think it should be like a massively multiplayer game, right? (laughs) So it's, so it's like every server, well, I mean, every, it wouldn't take a lot of servers. So, you know, it's like you log on and you're playing with one other person. But it's set in like sort of like a Fallout sort of world, right? Last two people on Earth. So it might take you years before you even find the other person. Yeah. <laughs> you just wander around and amass a horde of whatever. And then when you finally meet up with the other person, you, you know, hope they're the opposite sex. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a unique. And if they're not, well, game. you take advantage of what you get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought it, I thought they said a survival game. I thought it was, there were two people left and you have to kill them. No, yeah, 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 no. Well, no, just to use the word execution. What which to me said kill? Uh, is it how do you think it? Sh- how do you think no. the should game be, scenario should be, should be executed? Well, like just how the term survival, I figured. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. moving on. So related to the above, after an apocalypse, Morgan and Matt are the only humans mm-hmm. beings left alive. Oh God! Is the human race doomed? Absolutely. Well, well, uh, yeah. I yeah. They totally get it. Gun on. barrel in my mouth. <laughs> That's By it. Lot, I, I think I Morgan think, is the last person left on Really? I think you could take him. If you were the last people left and you had yeah, enough nerd rage built but, up, but I think no, no, no. Take him. <laughs> the, the thing is, would I want to take him at that point? Because you're right. Uh, there's a good chance. I've got the I have the smarts advantage. I could lay true. a trap or something here. But uh, wait, do you mean like like physically or carnally? I was gonna say you could, you could take him from but, many but the, the real question here is, do I want Front to live back. in a world where Morgan is the only other person on Earth? The answer <laughs> to that question is no. Is no. Second question, do I want to live in a world where I'm the only person left? answer to that question is also no. So either way, gun in the mouth, I'm just going to top myself. Sucks to I, I think that, You have to I bear in mind how I'm going to defile your dead body. I'll so be dead. You... I won't care. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> if you don't care, then there's then no societal constraints. If you're exactly. the last person alive, it's true. Wow. I I may Morgan without societal constraints. I may take. <laughs> the, <laughs> I might take the gun to you first, but either way, I'd still. Clearly, this is a horror game. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think if like if two people who hate each other are the last people on earth, I think they should just make an agreement and just. Walk opposite directions, yeah. but eventually they'll bump into each so other that, again. That, but but it'll be a couple of years, you know. And so by that time, you might be kind of wanting to talk to somebody, even if you hate them. Honestly, if you really hate somebody and you're the last two people on Earth, think of all the free weapons lying around. You could amass an arsenal. And if you really wanted person. someone to talk to, there would be mannequins and <laughs> soccer balls, yeah. Fred, real dolls. Yeah. Think what you doing out here, Fred Wilson? Yeah. Hey, yeah, real dolls. That'd be yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah. Go to Japan and the real doll factory. Yeah. Thanks. Sweet. Alright, next. Next. Yeah. If as well as broadcasting in English, Loading Ready Run had its videos overdubbed and broadcast in a foreign language. Which language you, would you want it to be? I think Spanish would be hilarious. I think it, where is it that we have all of our following? Uh, Sweden. 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 Really? Yeah. Yeah. We have really? Well, it's it's uh, primarily the U.S. and Canada. Uh, yeah, large, yeah. large pockets in um, the U.K. and Australia. Yeah. But we sell a surprising number of T-shirts to Sweden. I like, like, huh. like percentage. And everyone else uh, can speak English that I just listed. Yeah, Germany, so percentage merchandise buying. I think Sweden is like way above everyone else. I hear yeah. they all like, wear wingsuits and fly around. Yeah. I, I. That's what I hear. Has anyone here been to Sweden? No. no. Con- yeah. Considering that we are uh, Canadian, I mean, technically, it probably should be French. I, actually, if I had to pick any language, I would say um, Mandarin because that's a huge market. That, that's, that's a true. Huge market, it's yeah. true. Mais il faut souvenir que on doit trouver quelqu'un d'abord qui peut parler la langue. Okay, the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. She speaks tongues. Uh, I I gotta say though, I I would vote Spanish, and the reason being, if you've ever just sort of happened across the Spanish dub of any sitcom on, yeah, on TV, it is it's ten times funnier to watch in four, Spanish. Four words. Matt in a bee suit. Okay, that's five, <laughs> that's words, five but words, but still. <laughs> it depends on if you hyphenate bee suit. Can you imagine our, like, South American counterpart? You know, like, if they tried to spin us off and just and cast do a, us... recast know. us all? Yeah. 
For some reason, I get the impression, you know, from television that for some reason, like, when you overdub stuff in Spanish, it also somehow actually changes the content to add, like, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. people in bee suits. The, the thing is, if, if they did spin us off, my character totally would be the one in the bee suit. Yeah. Like, Oy, Gustavo! Uh. Well, I remember, uh, I don't think they want to go there. Anyone ever watch the Colbert Report with uh, his uh, Spanish-language counterpart, Esteban? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. And he's, it's basically Stephen Colbert with his hair slicked back, a tan, and a pencil mustache yeah it's awesome yeah and there's chicas there's been a request for a strawberry suit as well yeah. just saying just Sweet. saying the bee suit. suit's better then we can make a blind melon reference basically oh <laughs> i just oh i just heard them the other day for a long first time in a long time yeah i just i just want to i just want to write something where where matt's like Tanamundo! but he's in a bee suit <laughs> uh, so all your videos were overdubbed, but still in English, but by a famous actor. Which actor would you want your... Edward James Olmos. Damn it, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I think all of us would be overdubbed by Edward James Olmos. <laughs> Edward James Olmos doing different voices. Yeah. yeah. So wait, overdubbed by an English voice actor? But... Yeah. So overdubbed, but still in English, but it's a famous person of your choosing. Stephen Fry. Yeah. yeah. I, I could listen to him talk all day. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Stephen Fry would be for you. I would want to have all of my point... Parts voiced over by the guy who does the uh, the trailer voiceovers for movies. He's no, dead. Uh, well, no, there's other guys. Yeah, but, but the, the main... Who all sound yeah. roughly alike. But go back in time to when he was live, get him to... to I'd go... You know who I'd go? I want Orson Welles. Orson, Ooh, yeah, Orson yeah, Welles. Orson call. Unicron. Yeah. Um, Jackie Boy. Uh, Jackie Chan can barely speak English, though. Still. James Earl Jones, for sure. Like, if, you, if it's going to be overdubbed, you might as well, like, have it... Overdubbed by somebody who you know just yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, if a movie, I like this question actually. If a movie studio offered to build you a set but only let you have it for a week so you wouldn't be able to reuse it, what would you ask them to make? Death Star. Wow. That's a really cool. Any like question, any actually. any set. Yeah. Any mm. set in the world. What any would you set we could have it only for a week. I would An just, office. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, we need office. No, re- recreate this room. Let's and blow it up. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah. Shoot on it for a week and, and then, then blow, blow it the hell up. Ah, yeah, good. do something that. Yeah, just something that we get like a one-time use out of something, without giving the expectation that we're going to have awesome sets all the time. Yeah, because uh, yeah, make it identical to this so nobody can tell whether we're which one we're shooting on. Yeah, it's good. I like that. I'd like to see the uh, the the uh, the um, the bridge and. And attached rooms of the Enterprise D, <laughs> and just basically do make Star Trek jokes for yeah. a week. <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, I in, called dibs on the chair it, when we take in, in Enterprise when they did the episode where they go back in time to the original Star Trek. Yeah, they had actually they had actually uh, no, this is an Enterprise. Oh, but they had actually uh, destroyed the original sets, and so they actually uh, borrowed a bunch of set stuff from the guys who were doing like the. Star Trek remake show. Uh, I oh, think about the Star Trek: The New Voyages. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. They actually bored a bunch of set pieces from those guys because they had the they that's had the best sets. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, Star Trek set would be pretty darn good. Moving on, I got some music questions. Okay, but what music we've used in videos? So I don't know if they were it's all Commodore music. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. So music used in CCYD for the shot of the camp sign. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Commodore music. Uh, we don't know um, what it is. I don't. I don't know what the specifics are. There's actually a page up on the wiki now where a bunch of our viewers have managed to pinpoint it. It's all stuff from the high voltage SID collection. 
SID is the name of the chipset for the Commodore it really 64. Doesn't really narrow it down that much though. There's like a ton. In there. Yeah, there's like thirty thousand chip tunes in there. But uh, what I'm saying is, download it, and you're bound to find it eventually. Well, no, no. <laughs> what you have to do is go get, on the wiki. There's a page for it. You have to get into Graham's mindset here. So I think I'm thinking. Look for uh, summer camp. Yep. Look for camp. Look for dreams. Look for you know. Because Grandma's doing this, and he's thinking about the move, the video, yeah, and yeah. typing in random words. Yeah, when so, when they started when they started searching for them, I was like, for example, the one for daylight savings. I think I searched for sunset or sunrise or something. Three posts later, someone was like, found it. It was it was called sunset by this guy. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, there you go. See, so so they do have some logic to them usually. Yeah, uh, just because there's so many SID files. Yeah, for me to you actually can basically to like, search anything. To yeah. listen through to find something perfect would be a long-ass uh, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any things that you do in a video, be it writing, acting, editing, filming, or otherwise, that you were really proud of, but that nobody else outside of Lur noticed? Otherwise. Ooh. There's a lot of editing stuff Probably. that nobody noticed. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of really spectacular group sex. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I was actually just, just talking... the one frames that we put in there yeah. so often? Yeah, we drop one uh, frame yes. in occasionally, yeah. but uh, I, for the most part, no, it goes completely unnoticed. Yeah. Especially when Jer's the one penetrating, you know? Yeah. Totally unnoticed. Oh! <laughs> so this leads really well into the next question. We Who did, we did the most? We didn't, we, I guess yeah, we, I know, we, but we aren't answering that question. No, I just... I found the fact that the next question is who gets laid the most that's, pretty entertaining. That, that's probably that's pretty entertaining. But, it's, um, it's, uh, I mean, we were actually talking about earlier today that um, I think Dolly and Jib shots uh, are probably not noticed as much as how how much work goes into us doing them. Yeah, yeah. they're I, really impressive. The they, the work that goes into them. Yeah, it's. I think it's it's like because you know we're so used to Dolly and Jib shots from movies and stuff that it, like it doesn't seem that weird until you think about it. It's like, hey, wait a minute. How yeah. did they actually do that shot? It almost yeah. has the opposite reaction. You you notice when the shots are static and have sort of a negative reaction to static shots, but when the shots are dynamic and using the dolly or the boom, then you just if you're don't doing it right, it nobody notices. Yeah. Yep. yeah, which is that's that's sort of how I f- like that's that is very very true of editing. Oh yeah, and there's yeah. lots of like little things I've done that I don't want people to notice because <laughs> if they notice, I'm doing it wrong. Uh, There's a little so, like like the little tweaks with like running uh, running the audio from a previous shot over a cut yep. to, to just to lessen the impact of the cut a little bit. Yep, that happened you know, in the most recent episode of Hustle. That's uh, that's yeah, that's a very subtle trick, and it's one. It is one like even if you're looking for it, you don't really notice it. Yeah, uh, but uh, it definitely helps a lot. The uh, the D and D. Inside fourth edition video, no one noticed the t-shirts forever. Those that t-shirts was, are yeah, hilarious. I, was very I still proud. have mine. I, I still those, wear it. Those occasionally. were really good t-shirts. I like those. Hey, Matt was just wearing his the other day. I was. Yeah. Moving on. Um, We're not going to answer the who got late. Who no, gets no, late no, question. Who's got the youngest sibling? I'd say Morgan. Yeah, I think so. How old is Josh? Josh is like 15, 16 now. Mm-hmm. My, my brother's a leap year, so technically so he's five. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, leap year. Yeah, my brother's like five or six. No. <laughs> technicality. Technicality. But he's... Yeah. But he's, he's actually... And he's, he's actually, actually a, either 28 or... So he has to be a pirate for the next, like, 60 years. Yeah. yeah. Obscure musical joke. So there you go. Yeah. There was a woman born on a leap year back in my hometown who got an invitation on her 104th birthday to come to kindergarten that fall because Aww. they they had it somehow misplaced. Oh, like it was serious? She it was, was serious? turning five or something. Huh? Yeah. So she actually showed up. hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred and four? Wow. She was. I could be wrong, she, but she was very. She, I think it, maybe it was like her hundredth birthday or no, something like sense, that. No, that makes sense. If you're hundred and five, it's just like the it's nine eleven or not nine eleven. Sorry, it wraps around. Y two K. Right. It's wrapped around. Yeah. Right. 
It was very cute. <laughs> the other date, yeah. Yeah, the, the other one that got mailed in so many times. Don't forget the global economic collapse. Oh. Uh, yep. <laughs> Would Loading Ring Run ever consider doing Podcast Aside a radio play? If so, what might it be about? Oh, that'd be awesome. We've talked about it. We have. Ducks. I mean, we've done sort of little bits of things. Like, we've, like, read out scripts and stuff. But Yeah. Um, I think well, radio, I, I radio read is fun. I read on a yeah. podcast one time. The Alien Invasions. It's, I was actually in New Jersey uh, listening to was it the, um, the CBC thing, The Age of Persuasion. Oh, yeah, uh, which is awesome. By the way, so yeah. good. Uh, even though, even if you're not in Canada, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you should really go to cbc.ca and check out the Age of Persuasion. It's all about advertising and stuff. But you, you can't actually download that as a podcast. I know, which is really but lame. there are. Yeah, nobody can see me winking, but there are unauthorized podcasts you can find online. You, you can stream it off the CBC, but but CBC anyway, website, in though. in the oh, one of the things he, yeah. he, the guy who who does it is a big time uh, radio. Uh, a, a marketer, and he talks a lot about that. This idea that radio is like the most uh, sort of uh, it, it has the, the biggest potential for creating uh, sort of these worlds for people because you've got the audio, but you still have people still have to imagine what's going on. So you can say, you know, the most beautiful woman walks into the room, and everybody sees something different for what who the most beautiful woman is uh, instead of just showing somebody. Uh, and so apparently, and so because people have their own images there, they get really invested in it. And then you just have, you know, a guy with a whole bunch of Foley stuff and you can yeah. say like, Hey, we're on the moon now. You know, J.R. Tolkien talks about that a lot. We're on the moon in, now. Uh, Theremin. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a um, book called Leaves of, uh, not Leaves of Grass, that was a different author entirely. Um, uh, Greenleaf, I think it was called. And his idea is that you create a secondary world from which the reader then observes the real world as an outsider and then observe and then is able to to see what we're really doing rather than being invested in the culture that we are so we ignore so much of it. So we really need, mm. need Next question. and things like that. What do you think of the Pirate Bay verdict? I think it's a farce. And now that's very sneaky. You guys are getting pretty good at just dropping questions in because originally posted January twenty first. Yeah. Last edited April nineteenth. Nice. <laughs> so good job, Element Shaw. Uh I think it's cool. I, I said it in the thread that like yeah. Especially like, the, the, the sentence the sentence maybe like that I I find the sentence to be a gray area. The fine is BS because yeah. these guys have not made millions of dollars off of it. But they have, Graham. No. Think of all that illicit content that they It's because the prosecution is representing people who don't understand how the internet works. Yeah. And it's exactly the problem. And yeah. it's because the judge works for an organization that tries to protect copyright law, and therefore the whole case is likely it's, to be overturned. It's basically uh, right. the uh, article I read about it, which I agree with, is that it's it's unfortunate, you know, uh, but it is not at all surprising. Like it, it would be like a seriously amazing, like precedent-setting event if it was actually if they were not guilty. Exactly, like, it would yeah. have made it. It would have made like huge. Whereas it's like okay, I mean, if they like considering. How how long it took the deliberation and like all the stuff they went through? It's actually fairly impressive. Like yeah. if if they were like they wouldn't have gotten anywhere close in like the states or even in Canada, it's even worse. Yeah, I mean copyright law in Canada is worse in a lot of ways in the states, and they they would have just been bang, you're guilty, pay all your money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. and you're offline. So uh, and that, of course that being said, uh, it's not like the power pay is actually going to go offline. No, right? no. So. This only applies to music, but in the case of music, 
the recording artists make the vast majority of their money off of touring, That's and true. it's the studios that make the money off record sales. So I think piracy just eliminates people I, who are shitheads. This is, this is something, and gives more money to the artists. But the people that it eliminates the people that it eliminates are the ones that have the teams of high priced corporate lawyers in their it's, pockets. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting conundrum because I mean the the whole recording industry sort of grew. Out of the idea that if you if you were big in a town doing shows in that town, you could make some money. But if you could do shows in multiple towns all the time so that you could be constantly doing shows, you could make a lot more money. But in order to do that, you needed to get your music out to people, and hence you'd make a record and sell that all over the place. So you'd be willing to make very little money off your record if it got you popular enough to get on these tours. But now it's the other way around. But now, yeah, exactly. Well, but now that that out of that grows the recording industry, which is so ingrained now that it has to be going and making money. Yeah, you. Whereas tour the artists can really function so almost without make, it now. Yeah. It's something actually. I, I I was reading about, and I thought it was good. Is that the, yeah, this guy was talking about the idea of like piracy, the word piracy. He's saying like pirates uh, are you know in the news right now, and like in Somalia, are killing people. Yeah, and taking like the, the this is uh, there is a word for what people do when they download stuff. It's called bootlegging. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the word that should be used because it has entirely different connotations than piracy, which is. Uh, it, you know, an entirely more serious matter, right? Bootlegging is a well-accepted thing. A well-accepted thing. I mean, it, it means it has a specific meaning, which is, you know, copying stuff without asking about it. And that's exactly what people are doing. So I like. I think bootlegging should be, like, the new term or the old term again. And we can have speakeasies. Bootlegger. Yeah, yeah. We could have, like, yeah, places where people download things and then the cops come and everything, <laughs> everything yeah. spins around. And it turns like, into a pet shop. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, this is a pet shop. We listen, to, we listen to cool music. And a guy with a big mustache who, like, slides a panel back on the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we should... And a bunch, of, a bunch of very attractive, slender, and fashionably dressed people looking at... Puppies. Dogs and cockatiels. Yeah. 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 I think we should no, set that up puppies. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like fun. It's a pretty solid idea. Like right we should we do, do that. Last question? Right there. Want to do one more? Sure. sure. One more question is, are you now, or have you ever been an IGN insider? I am currently. I, uh, I might be still. I have never been. I, I used to be. And then it also goes on to say, what about any other non-porn pay sites What's worth your money? The only other site that I non porn paid yeah paid Flickr. for I paid for Flickr I paid for Flickr um, and what do you the, get when you pay for Flickr? Oh, you get uh, these cool li- business cards with photos on them. I, I made business cards that said I'm an international treasure hunter. Nice. Nice. You also get unlimited <laughs> upload. Oh, okay. oh, that too. Oh, we pay for Blip. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which means that they do they they convert. The MP4s for us, and we can put videos up as private, so you can't see them. Nice. I, I, uh, oh, the, I, the amazing hilarity that is on there, <laughs> yeah. but private. Oh, oh man. It's good stuff. You Endless. guys would love Endless. it. But, as far as like, but personal, you will never see it. Personal stuff. No, I no. will personal seriously, stuff? seriously consider um, paying the fee to continue using Last FM when they go pay for play. Haven't they been paid for a really long time? No. Well, well, they had a pay service that like you premium. could subscribe to. It was like a, a premium service, um, but it wasn't. It wasn't required to just stream music off them. It was it. You only needed to pay if you wanted to uh, right, do your, music your specific or play stuff. specific songs and things like that. You could just stream it random anytime. But it announced last month they are planning to go to a low fee, like five dollars. I think it's two fifty pounds a month. Um, mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's like five bucks a month, and uh, it that allows you all your streaming and everything now. 
and that is going into place in every country on Earth except for the USA, Great Britain, and Germany because they they actually make enough money on ad revenues in those three countries to support mm. themselves. Mm. Whereas everywhere else on Earth, they don't. Yeah. If That's I um, if I was playing Fourth Edition, I would seriously consider D and D insider subscriptions. Yeah. And if I uh, if I had more money, I would probably subscribe to Monty Cook's Dungeon a Day, which looks amazing. I pay um, two dollars to be a part of the USQ uh, boards, oh. which I think is a really good idea. Two bucks. That's Kevin Smith boards. Yeah. Two bucks. You get in. It's just two bucks, but it keeps the trolls out. I suppose like, some, uh, something awful has five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's a one-time fee. Keeps a lot of people out. You guys I mean, might. You guys might want to start. You know, setting aside five bucks just yeah, in case. Just in case. Yeah. You know, maybe or maybe, maybe just start idea. thinking about how good you've got it. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that if we instituted a uh, five-dollar pay-for-use fee on our boards, we would just lose a lot of our users. But we'd gain a lot of money. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> at least a couple hundred would if come. If only one person pays, it's no, still only I think five a couple. Think a couple hundred people. We have a pay. couple hundred bucks and a. We only have a couple hundred regular users, James. I'd say we have more than that now. Honestly, there's a lot of people oh, yeah. on the forums that I just do there not was, know. That'd be great there if there was thirty people just in the last video post forum that yeah. that were posting. I was very impressed with all that. those people who are coming over from Unskippable. Like we have, mm-hmm. like wouldn't join our if, forums. If you look at our our the membership list, we have this year on average like two people per day who are actually posting. If there was right. like, like if there was just like you know we put some sort of pace site down and there's just like one guy who signed up, it'd be, great. It'd be like us and this one guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just hang out basically to talk about stuff. Yeah, be like, it'd be like us lying in bed, on evil gym in a Loman shop. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, hey guys, how's it going? Well, Alex <laughs> Mark here because he's still counting on us to uh, trebuchet him. That's true. That's true. I get the feeling he. I, just, I, I get the distinct I'm just trying to remember he would the, uh, pay five bucks to have that privilege. I know yeah. definitely Evil Jim would, because that dude buys everything we do. Uh, Which, and by the way, and thank you for it. Yeah, Evil Jim it does. He has an eye for quality. Impressive. It's true. Lavos, Lavos wouldn't pay us. Lavos wouldn't pay us. And I haven't seen Rafe post in yeah. months. Yeah, Rafe. He must be. He's busy deep, with yeah, He's busy into his MMA training. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure what? he's busy into it. Yeah. What? That's, Ta- the, that's the MMA training. Tack one, tack one night really? seven would be there. Yeah, what? for sure. We could just Rafe keep listing MMA off training? names, but if we, if we, if we, I know he's huge. If we keep, if we keep listing off names, then we're just going to end up excluding people who we don't forget. I don't know, or who we forget. I'm just so. listing people with the most posts. Hey, I'm in the top ten for post count. Post whore. In fact, of Master Gunner's up there. I know that Master Gunner recently said, I will buy anything you make, so... Yeah. <laughs> of the uh, the LRR crew, I am second only to Graham. It frightens me that people like Alan and Emma... Emma, who hasn't posted and, in a long No, she posted the game she posted just the other day. Once. Oh, other really? Day. Just the other day? Once. So she's still around. Hitman's yeah. still one of our top posters, and he hasn't been on there in ages. He's it, not in the top 17. Oh, no, no he he's, he's 16. number 16. All right, so... Oh. I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah. Yeah. We value your friendship. We value it at about $5 per user. <laughs> Please send us money. This is not a real thing. We are kidding. No. Or are we? Your use of alcohol is alienating your friends. This is actually an intervention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We care about you. We've been meaning to talk to you forums. We've been meaning to talk to you forums about about you know this stuff. You need help. I need to append something to what we're playing now. 
uh, before we turn off this podcast, I am addicted to solitaire on my iPhone. Oh, so am I, and I blame you for it. I can't stop. I'm playing it right now. I can't stop. Well, oh. after today, these podcast listeners won't be RSVPing to our wedding. Hope they like Boom! Our mass group wedding. Yeah. Then the podcast explodes. Can I can I sleep with one of the forum members? Not me. Only if she's a blood relative. (laughs) (laughs) Done and done. To who I don't know. Uh, To the queen. To what? Kaboom. 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 Kaboom.